What's up, everybody? Today is Sunday, August the 2nd, and you are listening to Fried Green Beans. Work, work, all week long, punching that clock, dust of dawn, counting the days to Friday night. That's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired. I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. I cash my check, claim my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work. Sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around. Good time. Oh, I need a good time. I've been working all week and I'm tired. I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. Time for a good time. Hey! Wow, what an intro! So y'all heard y'all y'all heard it that time, correct? Yes, we heard it. We heard it loud and clear. Well, I'm glad. Welcome to Fried Green Beans, the Star Wars episode. Emergency Star Wars: The Clone Wars podcast. Chance and I are joined by a couple of very special guests that we're going to introduce now. Uh, the first of which. It's not his first Fried Green Beans podcast, so you've probably heard his voice before. Chance Allen, welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks thanks for having me. I brought my monster. Um, bottoms up and the, the devil laughs. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us. And another guest. Yes, that's right. There, <laughs> there are four people that are going to be talking to you. Through the duration of this podcast, our our fourth m- team member and making his fried green beans debut, Mr. Justice Sikowski. Thanks for joining us. How's it going? It's going well. How's it going, Greeny Babies? <laughs> <laughs> and service. <laughs> it's going great, though. I'm glad you guys have me on here. It's been a, a long time dream of mine, actually, since I heard you guys were starting your podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah and i thank you i know it's kind of hard doing remote podcasts but we're making it happen yeah we're making it happen and uh justice is is slipping in the zoom ads uh from the start already um so but yeah thanks for joining us justice (laughs) and uh as as you may have concluded we are going to be talking about star wars on this podcast specifically Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's an animated series on Disney+. And uh, we're actually going to leave it to Chance Allen to kind of fill in the blanks about what, what is Star Wars The Clone Wars? Star Wars The Clone Wars, as, um, as a series, is actually the most George Lucas creation within the Star Wars universe outside of the movies. Um, so uh, George Lucas, uh, it's an animated cartoon um george lucas started on it with dave filoni who um now is one of the head story people at lucasfilm but um they started clone wars back in 2008 when the feature film came out that kicked off the the tv show um but it basically uh uh, fills in the gaps between episodes two and three um after the uh, war between the Republic and the Separatist Alliance, uh, the civil war that uh, Emperor Palpatine orchestrated 
kicks off, um, and it basically tells the story of um, the Jedi and the clones as they kind of like build relationships with each other and fight all over the galaxy um, over the few years uh, before, before Anakin turns to the dark side. So that's kind uh, of spoilers, the, the dude. Yeah, yeah. So Anakin becomes Darth Vader. If y'all didn't know that, there's there. Well, you'll see the foreshadowing for it in Clone Wars, but um, yeah, spoilers if you haven't seen Episode Three or any of the entire uh, saga. So. Any any yeah. Star Wars at all? Yeah, or any Star Wars for that matter. Yeah. Well, it's a terrible podcast for me to join on because I've never seen Star Wars a day in my life. So oh I wait, don't know what do you? <laughs> I'm joking. I've so seen, um, I've, seen, I've seen Ewoks. Um, I've seen the Holiday Special, um, and I've seen <laughs> I've seen the Droids cartoon from the '80s. So that's the only Star Wars that I'm familiar with, and that's it. Yeah. Wait, what about the Christmas? Did you did you mention the Christmas special? Yeah, the Holiday Special, yeah. man. Life Day, Life yeah. Day with Bumpy and the Fam. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, where where do we even start with the Clone Wars? Oh. We, we've all seen it. Um, we all love it. And we just wanted... Th- this podcast is more for us than for our audience. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just wanted to all get together and talk about it. Um, I guess we can start with uh, one of the first things is uh, Jabba the Hutt has a kid. Yeah. Stinky, yeah. right? S- stinky. That's not, stinky. His, that's not his given name, but they call him Stinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, you're throwing it way back to actually from that's what in I, season from one, right? The canon that, I've read, his birth certificate did stay uh, Stinky the Hut. Uh, stinky, yeah, that's as far that as is, I know. yeah, that's that's a that's a footnote in the uh, you know in the uh, Legacy of the Force series of the the two thousands. <laughs> that's that's confirmed. That's canon. Yeah. It's like the earpiece. Uh, I'm actually getting this now from uh, my my guys at <laughs> Disney Studio. Is there uh, this just in? My question is: To have a baby, does Jabba the Hutt have a Mrs. the Hutt? Dude, Huts are weird, man. That's what you know. That's what I've kind of wondered. So, so Huts, Huts, Huts are not only like gender fluid, but they. So this is mostly in the new canon. But like, not only are they gender fluid, but they're they're like sex fluid. So like, not only could you transition. Your gender, but but they can transition like their sexual organs, I guess. So maybe Jabba had the baby, dude. Can you imagine Jabba? <laughs> that, like, I, Jabba at the OBGYN, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I honestly had no idea that that was the case, and I would leave it to no other person to inform me that that was the case other than you. So thank you for filling in that. I mean, do they – I feel like they're a species that lays eggs. It's not – That's be honest, what I would think. It's not super spelled out in the new canon. In the old canon, I can't even remember. I mean, I remember, like, the Bounty Hunter Wars series – had like a bunch of other huts and like Jabba's dad and stuff. And it was like very clear which ones were male and female. Well, like zero in the uh, series is like, you're not real sure what the gender is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He might just be a little sweet. He could easily, (laughs) he could easily. Wow. I just burped my monster, dude. Um, Yeah. 
zero could easily be like non-binary and and you wouldn't easy. be surprised yeah, yeah. but by the end of the series he's dead well then they, we're gonna be talking <laughs> we're gonna be talking about the entire series so um well they had not gotten the message this is gonna contain a lot of spoilers we would re- highly recommend watching the series well they had that episode when he goes home to his mom yeah and he's hiding out with her yeah yeah oh <laughs> that is, as far as we know that is the only female hut we know of so that could be like the queen bee scenario no no dude gardula don't forget gardula Mm. i don't even know who that is job of the huts the she's a hut okay yeah so that didn't really help me (laughs) is she a baddie yeah is she from the clone wars no uh she she appears like in the background um oh like at their sanctum well she's like a hologram i think she's 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 on the council but so you remember in episode one before um before the pod race and like before jabba like hits spits at the gong to make the race i remember that vividly actually there's like a there's a small uh a small hut with him that's i don't remember that actually (laughs) that's gardula yeah okay i take your word for it Gardula is actually in my D and D campaign that I'm DMing. Oh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. That's foreshadowing, people. <laughs> but uh, with the like, with the huts and pretty much every other species and characters like in the Star Wars universe, the Clone Wars adds so much depth and like like history to the characters that it just makes the viewing experience for the prequel like so much more enjoyable. It just adds so, so much to the Star Wars story. It it makes it to where, like, Anakin, if you, like, I mean, there are, like, some weird, like, Anakin's a bad boy moments in, in episode two. Obviously, the one where he, like, commits genocide against the whole village of Tusken Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But we all make mistakes, okay? (laughs) (laughs) If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Not just the men, but the women. It's not fair. It's not fair. (laughs) Dude, um, so there are some bad boy moments like where where Padme tells him, like, don't look at me like that. And he says, why? And she says, it makes me uncomfortable. And he goes... I'm sorry, my lady. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> but um, but like, when you go straight from episode two to three, it seems like a super sudden heel turn. Like, oh, he has a dream about Padme dying. So then he's like, oh, I'll do anything. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there are other things that add to that, but like, it does seem kind of like he like turns like really quickly, like in the yeah. Court yeah, court, like, it seems so things. abrupt. But yeah, yeah that's a, that. But then the Clone Wars just shows every all the different experiences he went through to make him kind of jaded towards the Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then that- it goes into that when they go to the uh, planet. Was it Mortis with the uh, yeah. Force, like the Force father and mm-hmm. brother and sister? And I was actually going to bring that up because out of out of every episode in the Clone Wars, that was the one that left me like scratching my head the most. Like that arc when they go to Mortis. Yeah. I was like, what does it all mean? It doesn't make any sense. Well, it yeah. was just showing how there's a 
basically the physical manifestation of the light side and dark side, the balance. Right, right. all it was. And, you know, they give him that vision during it that shows everything that's going to happen, like his betrayal and Padme and him fighting Obi-Wan. But then the father makes him forget everything. Makes Makes him him forget, yeah. yeah. It's it's been like it's been like debated for like a long time. Like even like when the original or like when the prequels first came out, was Anakin the chosen one, or was like uh, Luke the chosen one, or like are there like several, or like and Mace talk about maybe the prophecy was misread and like all that kind of stuff. Um, And like even though George Lucas said like like he's he said explicitly before like. Anakin's the chosen one, but he changes his mind a lot and stuff. But like, we're—I think me, you, and Courtney were talking about it. But like, the way that Anakin um, <clears throat> intervening um, in their like relationship, like the brother and sister and the the father, like maybe like the outcome of his uh, maybe he balanced the force whenever he left Mortis, you know, and like the sister died, the the father died. And I, what, what ends yeah. up happening to the brother? Does he die as well? The like dad he, killed yeah. the brother, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, the brother tries yeah. to stab the dad and stabs the sister, and then the dad stabs yeah. himself, and then I think Anakin kills the brother. Yeah. So people right. people okay. say that Anakin causing all of that brought balance to the Force, and that's yeah. why he's the chosen one. So because if you just if you just watch the prequels, and you know there's all this talk about Anakin being the chosen one and bringing balance to the Force, and then by the end of it, uh, he obviously just turns to the dark side completely. You're like, okay, well, he wasn't. But then if you see those episodes, it kind it kind of does feel like a cop out little like, oh, well, this is how he brought balance to the force and carry mm-hmm. on like with the rest of his character arc yeah um, i guess that's yeah. why like, but that that also makes it to where it's like um i guess the debate right now like obviously the old uh like conclusion was oh he brought balance to the force when he killed emperor palpatine like whenever luke helped him turn back from vader to at the very end yeah anakin yeah, and that was him fulfilling the prophecy. But now with, like, Palpatine, like, still being alive or, like, cloned or whatever, which in the old canon they had that too, but that's, like, a whole other rabbit hole. But <laughs> Well, I mean, if that – could it not be that the time frame for balancing the Force isn't specified? Yeah, so, exactly. So, so it's, like, he might have balanced the Force. That might have been the prophecy for a certain time frame, but, like – they don't specify the time frame yeah yeah or it could be like i guess like in the bible when they're like abraham or like they call certain people israel like when they're in the line of abraham or whatever it's like you know abraham brought balance to the force but not directly but like anakin's line or anakin's influence or legacy continues to bring balance i don't know yeah um on a on a master list of like all of the best Star Wars characters out of the entire, out of all Star Wars content, where would y'all rank Ahsoka Tano? Because if you don't watch Clone Wars, you know nothing about Ahsoka Tano. She's not in any live action, anything. But I feel like her her story in the Clone Wars. I feel like top three. 
Yeah, she's one of the she's one of the best Star Wars characters. Is it are, how are we doing? So personal, what we like, not necessarily judged on power, like <laughs> who we think might be best sword wielder, force user, and yeah, just that. yeah, just like your favorite. Your Definitely favorite top characters. three. Then I'm with yeah. I'm with uh, Chance on that one. I'd say, I'd say all of Legends and all of Canon top three, but in just Disney Canon, number one, like easily number yeah. one. Uh, yeah. It's crazy because if you don't watch this this show, you know nothing about it. Um, well, and then, I mean, obviously it leads into Rebels and then the the confirmed cameo in Mandalorian season two. Um, I don't think it's, it's a cameo. Or role. In yeah, I think she's going to like have a major part in it. It's the, that's what they're really making exciting. out to be. Yeah, it's just crazy that if you don't watch the show, you don't know anything about her, and she's yeah. one of the best Star Wars characters ever. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Another like Ahsoka's, you know, she's the one of the best. She kills it. But also, a great thing that Clone Wars does is humanize all the clones. Yeah, oh, uh, that's the number one thing. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they kill it with that. Like it makes oh, you so good buy into the clones so much and like really care about what's going on with them. And gives them their own personalities. Like that, they, they did that perfectly. Yeah, and then also like throughout the series, they have like struggles between the majority. I feel like the majority of the clones and like a minority of the clones who yeah. are still fighting that. They're still fighting that. They're yeah. given numbers and roles rather than personified yeah. traits. You know, it gives them it gives them all like individuality. Yeah. Um, and just makes you fall in love with some of them more than others. And gosh, there's that they like you said chance like they they kill it with like the development of the clones it's so good well, well they got the one guy that goes AWOL and becomes a farmer i think it was yeah uh, cut yeah yeah that's it i love cut <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, he marries a twi'lek yeah it's also what we call a chance allen marrying a twi'lek <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> he pulls he pulls the chains <laughs> A big Harrison Dula guy, massive. <laughs> and then um, I I love the episodes where they just run into these like a wall clones. And then the other one, um, where that little tiny drill, that uh, little tiny alien commander in the Republic Army takes those droids to Abafar, and they meet Gregor, who was like a uh, like a commando clone. That that little story arc was yeah. so cool. Hey, uh, I don't want to, sp- you know, I'm not going to spoil Rebels for you. Never mind. <laughs> I was, yeah. was, was going to give a follow yeah. up. To that. I was going to yeah. give a follow up to that episode, but yeah, hold um, that. Did y'all ever? Did y'all ever play the old like Republic Commando games on like I can't remember if it was on the original Xbox or on Xbox 360. But it was basically like Halo, but with squad tactics, and you're like clone commando. It was a shooter. Did not play that. Nah, I know what it is, but I never played it. That was pretty sick. Yeah, I the the clone commandos were like such a big part of the Clone Wars, like in Legends. I wish they would have had like more commandos in um, Clone Wars or something like that. So I was just wondering if y'all ever played it, and the books that went with it were really good too. But they're they're kind of a, the books in the game were kind of about the same thing, like humanizing the clones and stuff. And then it's like you see like the moral dilemma. Like, I mean, obviously we're always seeing everything from the Republic's point of view in the show. So always like, oh, the Republic's the good guys, and like the Jedi and the clones are good guys. But then it's like 
the Republic is like a super corrupt uh, bureaucracy that like basically breeds people to die for them. And then like, you know, the separatists are basically just like rebels who use like automatons that don't have brains and stuff. And it's just like the Republic. I mean, dude, like making clones like to be your army is like kind of a war crime, honestly, if you ask. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, it really, it really gives leverage to the, um, the argument that the empire is like the good, um, like there's like that subreddit, like the empire did nothing wrong. But we're not talking about the, the empire. we're talking about the separatists. Well, no, I know that, but just like it, it gives you, it gives you, it gives leverage to the argument that there's more the, the main characters of the Star Wars yeah. universe are not necessarily the good guys. Oh yeah, but um, I mean, not- blowing up the blowing up the Death Star was i guess technically an act of terrorism like like at the same at the same time the empire is like fascist and like commits genocide and like enslaves wookies and stuff so i don't yeah also it's weird how many times palpatine uh pays someone to kidnap him himself oh i know (laughs) he does it several times he just keeps paying people to kidnap him (laughs) Like the arc where um, Count Dooku trains all the bounty hunters, like yeah. he like puts together a bounty hunter crew in the box or whatever to like. Yeah, that, was, that was like a really cool uh, little little arc. I really enjoyed that. Anything was, with Cad Bane is cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And Embo. Embo, dude. Embo's MVP. Yeah. He th- is that that's the guy that throws his hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is cool. I would just also like to say about that that one arc, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, the guy that Obi Wan Kenobi poses as, like his character, Rako Rako, yeah, Rako Hardin. Your design is really cool, like just his flight suit with like the Mandalorian helmet, and he's got like a he's like a skinhead with like a Mike Tyson tattoo, like yeah, <laughs> he's kind of cool looking. Yeah, he is cool. So, what did y'all think about the Jar Jar Binks episodes? They're just throwing in there every once in a while. I actually just finished of, one last night. Which one? Which one did you watch? <laughs> it was, I mean, it, it was more, uh, I guess, Padme and Jar Jar. It's the one where they're, they uh, manufactured the uh, the gas. Blue Shadow the, uh, virus. Blue Shadow virus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was that, in there quite a bit. I don't know it necessarily revolved around him, but he was in there, and then that other Gungan chick was in there. Yeah. The one that's like a farmer or whatever, or like a rancher. Yeah. What about that guy, that German scientist guy? <laughs> that was the weirdest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are a few characters that just don't really fit into the to the Star Wars like universe that are in Clone Wars. Another one, Chance and I were talking about this a while ago, but um, yeah. he's like the he's like the investigator for the. Oh, yeah, the little short guy. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks around like with his hands behind his back. And one time he says, uh, like he's going to speak to this, um, this like a character from Camino, and he's like, he's like, I think that long neck Caminellan flew the coop. <laughs> <laughs> like it does not fit in with Star Wars at all. Well, there's some. Subs- yeah. Like there's so many different accents. Like sometimes you hear like a Scottish accent for an alien, or maybe a French. You know, yeah. I mean, all the yeah. the Twi'lek accent is just a, like the Ryloth accent is just like a French accent. Yeah, but then 
you know, not – I mean – George Lucas should catch some flag for this, but all the separatists in the in the, in the actual prequels they had uh, some very stereotypical Asian accents. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was uh, I was actually Indians. listening to to like um, I was watching this YouTube video about this um, about like some of the racial stereotypes that George Lucas plays on, and it was like he pretty much plays on like every kind of accent you could possibly think of. But the one that he really like makes fun of the most is Asians. It's like he really, really does not like Asians. <laughs> Based yeah. on some of the accents he uses in um in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. The the Nemoidians are always, yeah. Yeah. Uh going going back to like so like I want to talk about Ahsoka some more. We kinda of glazed over that a little bit, but uh Padme also like dude in the movies Padme is just like a plot device for Anakin to be a bad boy you know like she's just the plot device for him to like question the Jedi then a plot device for him to have a motivation to turn to the dark side or whatever like in the Clone Wars she's like this like badass uh pop like she's like a spy she's like a populist uh senator that cares about like she's like pro-union and stuff and like freaking just like dunks on separatists and like is always for the people and stuff like i i like padme in the clone wars like she's like a really like she's way more fleshed out and it's like okay i see why anakin likes her like she's like really freaking cool and yeah yeah i agree oh my annie how you you've grown <laughs> well, have you grown more beautiful i mean we're gonna have a podcast where chance allen goes through the entire prequel line by line like all the prequels oh dude i could do it too i could oh man i believe it but uh yeah we so ahsoka and padme they both are great in the series in the uh clone wars for sure and uh Ahsoka has that scene when she decapitates like four uh, members of the Death Watch at one time. Oh, dude, I know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like one of those like stereotypical memes. That's like the first few seasons, they're just like knocking out bad guys. Yeah, like basically just knocking them unconscious. Then like by the end, they're like cutting people's heads off and like yeah. showing yeah. getting tortured and stuff. Well, but, um, what what was that one episode when the guy had a bomb or something, and Anakin just yeah, walks the, up, yeah, yeah, and the Anakin just walks up behind him and stabs him through the back. Yeah, Obi Wan and another, I forget who the other Jedi was there, and they're like holding them, holding them up, like you know, trying to convince him to drop it or whatever, give it to him, and then Anakin, I think, drops from like the vents and just stabs him right in the back, and then catches the. <laughs> that little button right i think yeah it's just like smile it doesn't even say anything about it he's just like yeah okay it's over with that's bad you can, you can, that's, that's bad boy dark side anakin right there showing but they yeah. they do you can hear it in the background like the i don't know what darth vader tune you know but you can hear him play it slightly in the background after he does that just like a foreshadowing uh sound effect yeah do y'all think um me and Sam talk about this a lot. Me, Sam, and Courtney. After they always call me after they like finish episodes or whatever. But, um, Ahsoka is basically like uh, the embodiment of like what the Jedi are supposed to be. 
And like, obviously they've kind of lost their way as peacekeepers or as like adherence to like following the force since they're like basically just like a militant, like political, like almost power hungry. Like they kind of, they kind of, even though their intentions are good, they like want to pull strings within the Republic. But like uh, Ahsoka is like, it's like, it's like Anakin. If there's one good thing Anakin did, it's like he like, um, showed Ahsoka that it was okay to be defiant, I guess. But like the difference between the two of them is like Anakin's defiance is born out of like possession or like hunger for power and stuff like that. But like Ahsoka is genuinely like always uh, defiant whenever it benefits other people or if like the foundation is like compassion or like something like that. So like She's like an actual peacekeeper. She's like what the Jedi are supposed to be. And Mace Windu is ba- basically like the embodiment of like what the Jedi have become within, you know, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Mace Windu because <laughs> I idolized him so much when I was growing up and the Clone Wars just ruined him for me because I was like, he, he is like, he represents how the Jedi have fallen from what they're supposed to be. And you're you're exactly right. Like Ahsoka is what they should be. Yeah. Uh, it's tragic. It really is. But you know who shines way more in the Clone Wars than the prequels is Kit Fisto. Oh yeah. Yes. True. He just smiles every time he kills somebody. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff, the underwater episodes, they were cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, Mon Calamari. Or, yeah. yeah. But yeah. When I was like getting sounds and stuff for this episode, I was watching the uh, fight scene with Mace Windu and uh, Emperor Palpatine, and uh, so Kit Fisto they did him pretty dirty in that. <laughs> it's it's the worst. It's so uh, it's terrible because he's so badass in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he he, he, he has like the worst. He puts up more of a fight than the other two, but then he he don't last much longer. But also he made this noise when he died. <laughs> very sad so like when palpatine hit him he made that noise and just collapsed so that's how you that that's how your boy kit went out sam yeah it's a shame really it's a travesty okay so i know sam one of your favorite jedi is kit fisto who, yeah. who, who are y'all's favorite Jedi outside of, like, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, Anakin? Plo Koon. Plo Koon? That's yeah. a good answer. 100%. Very good. I, didn't, I didn't hear him. My bad. It kind of broke up on me. What's, what, who's your favorite Jedi, like, outside of, like, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, Anakin? Dude, it's probably going to sound terrible because I can't even remember his name. <laughs> But uh, you're gonna know who exactly who I'm talking about because we talked about him before. He oh, was uh, he's kind of like the rogue Jedi, and he was partnered up with Obi Wan on one mission. Yeah, he has tattoo. He has tattoos. Quinlan uh, Voss. Yeah, that's he's it. Gonna be, uh, yeah, th- he's yeah. my favorite. That's who I was gonna say too. Yeah, it he's, is kind of pretty badass. I like him a lot. He's cool. Yeah, he is cool. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, Plo Koon. Plo Koon is a. Is awesome. Well, Plo Koon is cool. Plo Koon is the guy that found Ahsoka. Yeah. When yeah. she was a kid, and brought her into the uh, <laughs> the Jedi Order. So, without yeah. Plo Koon, there's no Ahsoka. So, and he calls her, I think, my little Ahsoka or something like that. Yeah. 
He's also the one, he's like one of the first Jedi that, and this is like early on in the show, so like it's the first time you see it, but like he's like the first one that like gives a crap about the clones, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like when yeah, he's that's true. like whenever they're in the, the like the malevolence, whenever it like shorts out all their ships and stuff, and like and the droids pod. are, yeah, the droids are like tearing up the escape pods. He like, they're like, leave them, they're clones, and he's like, what does he say? He's like, no one's expendable or something. Or like Seth, that. not to me, or I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, they're expendable, yeah. not yeah. to me. Yeah, but then, yeah. yeah, not to me. But he gets did pretty dirty too. So in the yeah, yeah. yeah. he gets shot down. Shoot his ass, bro! Isn't it? Isn't it? Don't they say he's like one of the best pilots behind Anakin? Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, I I think that like watching Order sixty six in Episode three after you've watched the Clone Wars, like you kind of get it, you know. Like, I feel like when I was a kid, I was like, there's no way that, like, they could just surprise. Like, how was every strong Jedi not like Yoda? And, like, Yoda kind of, like, knew what was happening before yeah. before Gree pulled the gun on him. But then you just see that, like, they're so, like, um, and, like, Luke talks about this, like, in The Last Jedi. But, like, they were so arrogant and, like, or, like, because they had lost their way and become more, like, politically, like, power hungry and, like, more militant, like, they kind of, like, weren't. Like they they weren't tapped into the force in the way they were supposed to, so they couldn't sense that the Sith had that much power, you know, to where they could take over their own like best friends and troops and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So speaking of that, uh, mentioned this not too long ago. So the follow up with finding the inhibitor chip in their brains, you know, what the lack thereof, rather. So. well, what was up with that? Can we get an explanation? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking from what it seemed like, it kind of seemed like Yoda like knew like the majority of this was happening, happening, but didn't tell anyone. And I don't know if that's an underlying thing because he knew Anakin, Anakin was the chosen one. So he was just kind of reluctantly kind of letting it play out. But I don't know. Are you saying it was but, an inside job? I'm saying he... I feel like he sensed it for sure. Maybe not knew 100%, but knew because, like, I don't know. He knew Anakin killed the younglings, you know, and he was like, he told Obi, he's like, you're whatever he said, you're not going to like what you see or whatever. And he knew about the inhibitor chip. It was like Yoda just like spiritual bypassing, you know, just like, oh, God's in control. Like, just don't do anything. Him, you know, that's what I'm kind of thinking. He's like, it's going to play out to our benefit eventually. He's like, hashtag yeah. Yoda did Order 66. <laughs> I, I think it's, we talked about this the other night, Sam, but like, um, after y'all finished the Fives arc, rest in peace, dude. That That's the yes. saddest arc, in my opinion. But um, yeah. I think Fives, like, the reason no one followed up on it, like, fought Yoda or Shakti. Or like um, Anakin or Rex or Kicks or uh, I think it was like Fives when Fives was telling everybody like what's going on and was like frantic and like he, he seemed like he was in like, like psychosis or something you know like uh, it's kind of like if someone ran up to you like I guess in like a modern context and was like you got to put away your phone 5G is giving you COVID yeah. so that Bill Gates can put a chip in. in- microchips in you or whatever so it's like I, that's the way i always saw like he he probably sounded like an unstable like his yeah. genetic code was unstable but or whatever. the thing is it wasn't like he was some random person saying this it was like one of the most trusted 
troopers they had. I mean, he was an art right. trooper, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think Fives was art trooper by the time he, yeah, yeah, that So I, he, so he was like a big deal in the Republic Army, and so I figured they would have taken him more seriously. But I guess they just figured, like you said, he kind of lost his marbles. Yeah, I think I think the idea at the time was so absurd to them that they didn't follow up on it, and it was also like the Kaminoans were involved because they obviously knew about it and they were trying to make what a piece of shit species the Kaminoans are yes most definitely I hate them Um, they just they just work for whoever's got the bigger bags man (laughs) and um and uh so yeah it, it, it seems it seemed totally absurd to them to even like give it any thought at the time but it obviously really stuck with rex because he knew exactly like he knew exactly where to go when order 66 came down um to figure it out um man yeah that was a good lead in we can just get into the last season yeah so i think that the episode where order 66 actually goes down you know like when rex like cries a single tear oh and he's like trying against his will not to shoot Ahsoka, but he can't. He just can't help it. Yeah. Um, doesn't he say like fives or something? Like he says fives. Like I think. Yeah, he said yeah. That. That's yeah. That's how she. That's why she went to go look. Um, he was like fine fives. He said that's what he yeah. said. Fine fives, and she went yeah. to go look and figured it out. Like pretty much instantly. But we're getting ahead. <laughs> we're getting a little ahead in that last season. I want to talk about the Bad Batch specifically. Oh yeah, they got a new series coming out. I know, I'm yeah, very excited. Did you say that was going to be animated, or was it supposed to be live action? It's going to be animated. Okay. I hope they do like anime style. That'd be really cool. Yeah. No, they um, but I can never remember their names. Like it's, it's like, it's like yeah. uh, long shot. Yeah, long shot hunter, tech. Maybe yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I don't remember what the big ones. Break, Break, I think Breaker. Breaker. Yeah. Mm. You know, I I had a I had a theory. So in the in like the main run of like comics that are going on right now, like they're just the not one of the side stories, but just like Star Wars. Uh, there's like this like stormtrooper squad that like constantly pursues like Princess Leia and Luke and Han Solo, called uh, Scar Squad. And they're basically like the bad batch of the empire. Like they have like a big guy, they have like a sniper, like, and like for the longest time until like they announced this series, I thought like for sure that the bad batch was going to get like turned into like scar squad, but I'm kind of glad they're not because scar squad is like really crappy. And uh, (laughs) I like the bad batch guys. So yeah, just a side. That was a cool arc. The bad batch and they yeah. said uh a thing i was watching earlier said they were named what was their unit it was like unit 99 yeah. and they were named after uh the nine the uh, clone 99 the clone yep yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> to pay tribute to him rest in peace to a real one that was the that was the deformed one right that yeah. helped him out uh-huh. yeah yeah on the Battle of Kaminoa. But those the the, uh, the ships the Separatists were using, those were really cool. Like with the big drills that came out of the water and stuff. Squids? Like the yeah, big squid? squid? Yeah. Do you, you play Battlefront, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I like the Camino map. Like, there's like a there's but you can just see them in the background, like jumping on the uh -huh. platforms and stuff. Nah, the. Uh... You have a, You need to hop on Battlefront sometime with me and Sam. I know it's that pacing of that game is so different than other online shooters. I know it's like I mean it's like Battlefield. It's like. And it's, like, not a big deal if you die either, you know? No. It's, like, you get even if you die, so it's, like... Yeah, there's no real penalty for dying. Yeah. But I, I got so used to playing Call of Duty, so I'm trying to, like, sprint and slide and do all the stuff you can do on there, and you can't. Like, you can just roll. <laughs> What's yeah. A lot of rolling. Yeah, dude. I just, like, see people just, like, in front of me, like, just, like, rolling everywhere. It's hilarious. But, nah. So you go for the Bad Batch to Ahsoka and the... Uh, was it Martz? Mertz? How do you say their name? The sister, the two sisters. Oh yeah, Mertz and. Uh, yeah, one of them. One of them's a gambling addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's their name? Uh, uh, I'm playing. I'm drawing. The Stokers walkabout. Oh. While you're looking that up, I'm going to screen share with y'all to show this picture of uh, Kit Fisto I found. Just that I want to show Sam. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my, turn my thing on. Oh. Can y'all see that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They do. Nice. Yeah, that's that's what he looks like in the live action. I know. Poor, poor Kit. Okay. Poor kid. Oh he looks so much better in the – like, see, he looks way better there. I know. He looks so cool. And then there, he, he's <laughs> stuck. <laughs> I just wanted to show you all that. I found that earlier. Thanks for that. How is that on – is that Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wikipedia. All reliable. It's, it's always pulled up constantly. <laughs> never never closes. Yeah. <laughs> It's always it's always taking up a couple of tabs on my Yeah Are oh, you talking about Tra yeah, Trace Trace and Rafa Martez. Yeah. No, Martez. Oh yeah, from the last season. Yeah. Yeah, they're um they're cool. I uh I I at first like wasn't cause those are the very first episode you watch um of the last season. Well if you watch it in order, because they're like five through five, six, seven, and eight. Um and so if you watch it in chronological order, you watch those episodes first. And at first I was kind of like, eh, it's like whatever. But it, I guess the purpose of those episodes is just to like fill in what Ahsoka is up to. Um, like while she in the Jedi Order. And they end up being pretty cool, like the ending of them. Turns cool. out she was smuggling drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so stupid, though, when, um, oh. when Trace just like dumps all the spice out no one's gonna yeah. take my ship no one's gonna take my ship and then she dumps all the spice out i was like you idiot yeah that was a that was a big dumb think, dumb move i think even though like a lot of people call those episodes filler i think it's like a good way of showing that like ahsoka's identity attached to the jedi you know like she's like she's like her own person outside of being a jedi and it shows that, like, her doing good things and being a good person wasn't, like, because she was a Jedi or because she was part of the Order or right. was, like, quote-unquote good guy, but just because she's, like, a good person. Who, she like, genuinely is. Yeah. Well, 
and also she found out how the more common people feel about the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they say. Uh, didn't they find out it was uh, Luminara who told Rafa and Trace like she basically spiritually bypassed them too? She was like, "Oh, it's okay. Your parents died. God, God, you." Is basically what she did to them. Yeah, she said, <laughs> "But the Force will be with you." Yeah, it's like, oh, dude, come on. You're the Jedi are so rich. They're not even gonna like pay for these girls to like have a house or something. Like, come on. So yeah, do. They- they're going to make them live in the underworld for their next, like, ten years. Yeah. Do the Jedi get paid, like, a salary? Or do they just request money? How's that work? Because in, in the Clone Wars and the movies, they always have money on them. Dude, they're, it's like a non-profit. They get, like, per diem, probably. They're not taxed. Yeah. They, they don't I thought, have to, they don't I thought have the money was coming from the Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, taxpayer dollars paying for the Jedi to, like go do magic on third world planets. (laughs) That's like basically what's going on. Like a special ops unit of the Republic army. Yeah. But at the same time, they're like a, they're like a church. Like they get, they get, don't get taxed. They're completely paid for by like, not things they did to make money. You know, like it's, it's interesting. I never thought about it. Well, it's just like if Catholic priests were also Navy SEALs. <laughs> Basically the same thing, dude. Yeah. Justice, what's your, uh, what's your military angle on that? Uh, I mean, we were paid. <laughs> so, so that's all so, I knew about. So justice, justice was actually created like in a clone vat on the uh, – on the cloning platforms off the coast of, uh, off the Gulf Coast of Louisiana, yeah. So the, yeah. That's where the Kaminoans live, and they they grow U.S. Marines in the, uh, in in little vats on these little <laughs> out in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, on these big platforms. On a, on it's actually on an oil rig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Justice Justice served with the Green Army of the Republic. But so I, I would to caveat off of what you're saying there, Champs. Um, the ships, man, I feel like Anakin just be popping out ships, and it's like to do personal gains. Like, where is is who's providing? Is he buying these, renting these? Do they? What's the deal? Uh, that exactly. Do you, I was watching a show, and I was just thinking about the support staff for the Jedi, like the mechanics. <laughs> um, oh yeah, payroll accounts, like all this thing. Like you know those like. Spaceship mechanics are fed up because these dudes are constantly <laughs> destroying their ships, like yeah. just at all at, on a whim. Ten dollars an hour, uh, <laughs> 30, thirty minute thirty minute lunch breaks, no bathroom yeah. breaks. You know, it's, they, like an Amazon, they, it's like an Amazon warehouse. They there. they work twelve yeah. hours a day, then they have to go to the lower levels of a uh, Coruscant. Takes them, you know, hour and a half to get home because you know public transportation is not very good. It's an overcrowded planet, and then all of a sudden, Anakin, Anakin flies into the bay with a uh, with a flaming gunship. Yeah, no wonder people hated the Jedi. Yeah, Um, yeah, they don't they don't get into the logistics of the war like a whole lot, but some of the episodes that I thought were just kind of like 
it just seemed like kind of weird where like uh when they're having those disputes with the banking clan about the loans to that they're basically like financially uh they're they're financially supporting both the separatists and the republic for the war and I'm like, isn't that like a conflict of interest? Well, it works like, just like real life banks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I mean, they're 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 an independent entity, I guess. I mean, yeah. obviously, they were in Dooku's pocket. Like, they were kind of like, as as an establishment, were kind of backing the separatists under the under the table. But I think it's like, like it's like uh, we see like the whole galaxy is being part of the Republic, you know. But like, really, it's just like the Republic is this formation of planets that makes up most of known space. But then you have like autonomous regions, you know, like the huts are an autonomous region, like, you know, the banking clan may be an autonomous entity within that or whatever. But then and it turned, then it turned out the banking clan didn't have any money. Did it? That's the one with, uh, what's yeah. the name? Rush Clovis. Clovis. Yeah. Yeah. Clovis. Yeah, Clovis. Man, they thought their stuff was FDIC insured, but it was not. <laughs> it was not. Nope. nope. Ahsoka found out pretty quick. Yeah. Or so, no, Pat. That was Pat. Pat yeah. Dude, space space AOC. Space exposing, AOC, Padme. Exposing big banks and corporations, <laughs> dog. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well. Um. Yeah. The geopolitics stuff. I think something that's that's interesting that I like don't think about a whole lot. Like the clones, and like this was more in like the comics, like in the old canon and like Legends canon and stuff. But like the clones are just like the like the spearhead force of of like the Republic aren't like the Grand Republic. They're kind of or the Grand Army of the Republic. Like they're kind of like the like rangers or marines of the republic but like you can assume like all of these planets have their own like planetary armies like their own like militias and like um like you can imagine there's just like all these battles going on like all over the galaxy that aren't between droids and clones you know but it's just like other planets that are like proxies for the republic and the separatists uh i don't know it's kind of cool to think that would be that do they have anything about that like uh, comic books or any books about that? Because I feel like that'd be pretty cool. To not yeah, this. not not currently yeah, but like showing like another side of the war. So like you know Cassian, yeah. the the main guy in Rogue One, Cassian. Cassian and yeah, yeah yeah Diego Luna's character. So he was like the planet that he's from was in like a civil war with itself and like planets around it and stuff. And I don't think there were any like clones or droids involved. I think it was like they were just proxies, kind of. You know, it's like the Cold War is like the overall. Uh, the Cold War is like the overall Clone Wars, but like you have like the American military fighting in this one place, but then you also have like Libyan factions fighting each other, like Syrian yeah. factions fighting each other, stuff like that. Well, then you have like well the Mandalores. Oh, Mandalorian, they they kind of had a civil war. Yeah, you know, death stuff, yeah. Death Watch. The Death Watch. Dude, rip Duchess Satine, dude. Yeah. Yeah, for real. It was, was kind of not... funny, like, uh, how, like, with Mandalore being, like, under, under Satine, 
so like neutral and like peaceful how death watch couldn't like take control of it like you know like before they did because it's like they were obviously not peaceful like it seems like they could have taken over mandalore like a lot sooner than they actually did in the show yeah Um, well yeah that was pretty interesting i mean the whole mandalorian history is nothing but war right so i think that's why duchess's team was finally like we're just you know we're gonna take a break for a little bit I always assumed I always assumed that uh, Mandalore hadn't been pacifist for that long. Like it seemed like, like it it seemed like uh, it was like a new like the past couple years, you know. So like maybe Death Watch had like forces in the darkness for just the past few years. Like you see in Star Wars Rebels that like while Death Watch and. Uh, because, like, Mandalore is not, like, a unified country or something. It's just, like, a bunch of – it's, like, a loose affiliation of clans, yeah. So, like, while Death Watch and, like, the new Mandalorians were having their civil war, like, you see in Rebels that there were, like, other clans that were just, like, doing their own thing. And, like, yeah. yeah. I'm sure we'll see – I'm sure we'll, like, learn a lot more about that in the Mandalorian maybe. I don't know. Well, in the – I mean, I know it's not canon now, but the uh, Revan book goes into a lot – about Mandalore and the clans and all that. Oh yeah, I and forgot you were reading it. I, I forgot you just read Revan. Yeah, right? yeah, I just finished it, but it, it goes into how there's separate Mandalorian clans, but in the Old Republic, they fought under one. Their ruler was called, name was Mandalore. Yeah, Mandalore, the uh, ultimate. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, Candorus Can- Ordo becomes Mandalore. Uh huh. Like by the time of. Because I think Revan takes place right before Kotor two. Yeah. And then the next book is Deception, which takes place like right after Kotor two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, yeah. Dang, dude, Revan, isn't that the one where Mitra Surik goes looking for him? Yes. Yeah. And they they Surik. they uh they end up teaming up with Lord Scourge and go yes, after Vitiate. And then you meet Scourge, dude. Scourge can be your companion in the Old Republic video game. Like, really? You know, remember- <laughs> The MMO, yeah, dude. All, all the connectivity of like legends was really cool. Like, yeah. cause there was just like thirty or forty years of content, yeah. so it was just. Like, yeah, those books are cool. They're really good. Highly recommend like the whole Old Republic series. But um, but talking about Mandalore, the seeds of Mandalore, which that that was the last four episodes of yeah. the last season. They were yeah. so so well done. It's some of the best. So one of the best anything Star Wars. I don't know what I was trying to say, but just yeah, any, any I'm, kind I'm of Star kind of Wars media. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't talked about Maul at all. Because yeah, was, his arc is, oh my gosh, it's so good. It is good. It's great. It's like, and it, go, ahead, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's so cool that he pretty much foresaw everything and was trying to intervene like with his own intentions. And I don't know. It's just so crazy. I, I watched, um, I watched solo like right after I finished the clone wars and at the end of the movie, like, uh, Kira has, has taken over whatever crime syndicate she was working for and she contacts Maul and, I remember when I first watched Solo, I had never seen the Clone Wars, and I was like, "Why is like, why is she contacting Maul? Like that doesn't make any sense." 
And yeah. then um, after watching the Clone Wars, like, and you know, he's like over all the crime syndicates and all that at the end of it. It's just so cool. Um, I'm really glad they like revived his character. <laughs> People hated it at first, but. Why? Wow. It's great. I, I think it was just because, like, they were like, oh, no, George Lucas always brings back dead people. So. This, one, like, was, this one was very cool. It's like, yeah. a stereo, that's like a stereotype for, like, cool characters in any kind of, like, fantasy or sci-fi. It's like they're always, like, actually not dead, you know. But it was a good one. It was a, a good one of those. So. I feel like, unfortunately, all my talking points that I'm thinking of are are from Rebels, dude. I'm mashing up Clone Wars and Rebels right now, dude. We'll just know, dude. We're just going to have to do another episode when me and Sam finish Rebels. Yeah, dude, because it's like, rebel specific. Because I watched, I watched, finished Clone Wars a while ago, and I went straight into Rebels, so it, they just went perfectly together. So I'm like, I'm really trying hard to make sure I'm not saying anything <laughs> about Rebels. I know I'm almost spoiled a few things. It's, it's so uh, good. I can't wait to. Re- yeah, to- Rebels is so good, dude. Like, I'm so glad you told me to watch that because it was well worth it. What's up with uh, Darth Maul's brother being named Savage? Instead of savage. <laughs> savage. Yeah, and it's like savage oppressed instead of savage oppressed. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't know. Speaking of the taking over the, the syndicates or whatever, dude, the, the scene where they took over the Pike syndicate and he just savage, what, he just threw his saber and cut off everybody's head? Great. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has, or was it, it was Black Sun, right? Yeah, that was actually the Black uh, was it, Sun. Was it Black Sun? Yeah, so he had Black Sun oh, all that's right, sitting that's at right. the tables and he <laughs> Dude, yeah. Those guys, the Black Sun is on Mustafar, right? Which is where the infamous uh, Obi Wan and Anakin fight scene fight scene happens. Yeah, I think right? they had a base on Mustafar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had a base on Mustafar. I can't really remember where it was. I know they have a base on Ord Mantell. Which is a planet that my D and D group went to, but they, uh, yeah, I can't remember. But Black Sun was introduced in uh, Shadows of the Empire video game on Nintendo sixty four. That was like my favorite game growing up. Like I played that game so much. Third person shooter that like, in hindsight, like wasn't that good, but just as a kid, it was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about what was it. The Revenge of the Sith game for PS2. Oh, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> I thought it was fire. I played it like every day with my homies. I dude, was I was, I was, I was watching cutscenes from that yesterday, and like they make Anakin's voice like a picture of like what he sounds like in the movies, and he's just like, I'm trying to think of like something he might have said, but like Dark Side Anakin is just way too cheesy. In that in that game, but Battlefront two for PS two and Battlefront three for PS two or Battlefront one and two, yeah, those were good. Yeah, Battlefront two was like, it was god tier, and I don't think we really knew it at the time, but like looking <laughs> back at it, but yes. for sure, yeah. like the the campaign, uh, Battlefront two is basically like the Clone War, like you're just like a clone. Like the clone is like giving like audio journals for each level, and you like just like it's really cool. Like the Hoth battle, I would always try to get this the speeder so I could go and uh, rope trip the <laughs> trip, the, trip the walkers. 
It's so hard. It is. Nah, but the entire what was really cool was the uh, Death Watch when they painted their armor to look like Darth Maul. Oh yeah. When they had like they the got... red and black. Tommen had the horns on it. Yeah. Oh, that reminds cool. me of uh, the Five Up First painting their helmets for Ahsoka when she oh, comes yeah. back. Dude, that I made mean, me uh, shed a, a single tear. <laughs> that made that made Courtney cry a little bit, I think. Right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I I like the. Uh, um. Oh yeah, talking about Darth Maul having like the horns on his Mandalorian helmet for like Zabrak horns or whatever. Do y'all think that the uh, the armor on uh, the Mandalorian? Do you think she's Zabrak, like the one that like beats up stormtroopers and like makes the armor and stuff? Do you think she's Zabrak? Yeah, because she has the horns. Which one's Zabrak? Really? Zab- Zabrak is like Ethkoth, Darth Maul, oh. like. Yeah, Sugi. Savage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Wait, like, I, I, I'm I'm never sure I understood that. the question. Honestly. Yeah, she has she has like a few horns on her helmet. I'm like, huh, I wonder if she's Zabrak. Because like they make it very clear, like Mandalorian, like like they say it in like the last episode she appears in. They're like, oh, Mandalorian isn't like a race; it's a creed. So it's mm. like, I wonder if we'll see like a bunch of because like. In, in Knights of the Old Republic and stuff, like, there were Mandalorians who were, like, all kind of Jews, you know? Yeah. Like, they had, like, Rodian Mandalorians and, like, uh, Mon Calamari Mandalorians and stuff. So well, I wonder if we'll see more of that in Season 2. Because they, ado- they adopt them. To, yeah, into yeah. The, yeah. But, it's, um, like a, it's, like, basically if you know how to fight, yeah. like, we'll let you be there in our family. I thought it might be Duchess of Teen's sister. Oh, uh, Bo-Katan? Yeah. Simp. I would simp. <laughs> Wait, do you think she might be Mandalorian in the live action? The Forge? The yep. Forge lady? The Forger? Yeah. Wow. That, would, that would make sense. I mean, that would be tight. Yeah, that would be cool. But uh, she's probably dead, though. Because Gideon uh-uh. is the Darksaber. Yeah. Oh, Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forget you heard anything, dude. Forget you heard what? anything. I was like, I was like, uh, dude. Oh, I saw your face, and I was like, what is he making that face for? Oh, dude. Forget I said anything. Yeah. I didn't say anything, dude. Yeah. Whatever. No big deal. Just Bogus yeah. might be dead. Well, I won't remember that anyway. <laughs> but that scene in Mandalorian when the stormtroopers come in into the forge and she smashes that uh, guy's helmet. You see like the pieces go flying? Dude. Yeah. yeah that's that, tight. That entire show is tight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's like a single bad thing I can say about that show. No. I wish I could rewatch it for the first time. Like having never seen it. It was so cool. I know. Baby Yoda, dude. dude. My only question is like, where is Baby Yoda by the time of the sequel trilogy? is true so this could be a potential spoiler (laughs) mandalorians like 20 or 25 years before uh before like the force awakens so like where's baby yoda i maybe he's okay yeah yeah, you're right this could turn into a spoiler if i keep talking (laughs) i feel like do you know (laughs) i mean i don't know but once you watch Rebels, you're like, huh, maybe that's where Baby Yoda is. 
Well, Wait, how if Rebels is so much before Mandalorian? Is it before or is it after, dude? I mean, I I will say this Rebels brings in like a lot of like, so like Clone Wars has a lot of like uh, the sci fi side of Star Wars in it. Rebels has a lot of the fantasy side in it. So, Mm. you know, that's all. I'll keep that in mind. Sam Sam Chance and I uh, talked a couple days ago about the. the Yaddle Yoda theory. So do you believe in the uh, procreation of, of uh, baby Yoda from them? <laughs> I mean, dude, uh, Jedi weren't banned from sex, right? They were just banned from, like, emotional attachment, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, what Sounds if like Yoda, <laughs> Yoda and Yaddle were just, like, casually hooking up? I mean, here's the thing. They let Kiati Mundi in, in old canon and new canon. They let Kiati Mundi bang because his race was uh endangered. Like yeah. Syrians were like, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a I mean, they don't explicitly, I don't know if they explicitly say it in the new canon, but in the, in the old canon, I mean, I think they've hinted at it, but in the old canon, they were like, He's allowed to procreate because there aren't that many of his species left. So he's got to contribute, you know, to his culture. Sam told me the other day, that guy has a second heart in the top of his head. No, you, I didn't say that. Somebody told me that. Oh, Justice said that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That seems like a huge evolutionary flaw. I know, because you could just get a headshot and stop everything, you know. Well, I said you could just, like, hit your head on a door frame, and that's a wrap. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you only need one heart, right, if you're, like, human-sized. So, like, it's like a backup heart. Yeah, like the top that's of what his, I was thinking. The top mm-hmm. of his head could get cut off, and, like, just he's exploded fine. from a gunshot, and he's like, I'm good. But, but, like, <laughs> got, got, got my second heart. But, like, blood's just shooting heart. from the top of his head. <laughs> But but even on the other end of that, if both hearts are if both hearts are working at the same time, that's like blood doping, you know. He's got like double oxygenated blood. Yeah. You know. His so. VO two max is probably off the charts. <laughs> yeah. This guy's Lance Armstrong. He's insane, yeah. I just like how the characters down for that is like, what if a uh, old man just had a really tall hit? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love how like all this like established lore exists for like all these these aliens and like all these things. But then when you watch like behind the scenes footage of George Lucas, he's like pronouncing everything incorrectly, and he's just like he's just like, oh yeah, this uh, we call I call this guy Tallhead. Um, <laughs> basically, I wanted to do just a character who had um, like a very really, uh, very long head, <laughs> and then like it's like. Uh, he just has no like and then all these writers that he doesn't even know just like you know add all this lore to it and stuff but uh i was watching some behind the scenes footage of episode two the other day and he kept he kept saying geonosian and then saying geonosian and then like going back and forth and it's like bro you created this like which one is (laughs) my favorite thing about george lucas is even though the guy's probably a billionaire he still rocks the plaid shirt jeans and like air monarchs (laughs) (laughs) he's always got the fresh kicks the reebok classics dude (laughs) have you all seen the george lucas deep fakes no 
Dude, uh, Collider did. Collider does like George Lucas deep fakes, and it's probably the funniest thing I've ever watched, dude. It's there, so funny. There was one clip. I guess it was after they first like screened the Phantom Menace. He watched it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He's like, "Well, I think we got a little uh, carried away at some part." Yeah, this is. I'm. I may have gone a little too far. <laughs> Jar Jar is the key to all of this. <laughs> Poor George, that dude. So, so, what do we think? What do you guys like prequel wise? Rank from one to three. What do y'all think is is y'all's ranking? I mean, I think it would go three, one, two. Okay. I think you think think one is better than two. Uh, I think that's. I will say yes because that's the ranking I have: three, one, two. I think I would say three one two, but I think that's like the objective score. But I think like I have I have such a soft spot for episode two because I saw it for like my sixth birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I saw it in theaters yeah. with my whole family and like, I just really yeah. love the battle scene <laughs> at the end. But it is no question that three is at the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. G- I mean, the battle of Genosis is just so epic. Like it's just like out of nowhere the clones drop in and then like within moments there's like a freaking dust storm and like tanks yeah. everywhere and like it's pretty cool yeah yeah for the longest that was my number one whenever i was like a wee one you know actually i changed it probably two years ago but uh <laughs> when you get when you get older you realize like how cringy anakin was and then you're yeah, like oh yeah you're like oh god did i act like that like in college or Chance, give us a uh, soundboard soundbite. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't know. I don't Another like one. sand. It's <laughs> coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. You know, but the good thing about episode two is Anakin's rat tail. So, um, yeah, yeah, that actually is pretty cool. It is cool. I don't upgrade, dude. I was a uh, I was a Jedi for Halloween one year. My grandma made the costume, and uh, my grandma she made all my Halloween costumes when I was a kid, and she always used like pure cotton fabric. So, <laughs> and you understand like Halloween in Louisiana, it's usually not that cold. So like by the end of our trick or treat, I would just be like sweated down because I was had like. Like this little cotton, like Jedi robe on and cotton pants and cotton boots. (laughs) (laughs) And I had like a little rat tail attached. And uh, I think I wore it to church one time, honestly. (laughs) Looking like a monk, dude. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, she made me a Batman costume, a Power Ranger costume. Any costume. Which Power Ranger were you? Uh, Blue. Oh, very good. Duh. I I was the pink Power Ranger for for Halloween one time. I think I had some like what? I had some like gender experimentation going on when I was like three. And dude props to my parents for really not caring. Uh but like I was just like I wanna be Kimberly the pink Power Ranger. And my sister had the the costume and like dude for like a solid two months I would wear anytime I wasn't at school I was like wearing this costume. I remember playing in the thing, like the playhouse at Chick Fil A, wearing the freaking Pink Power Ranger costume, dude. Like it really had, and like 
I remember I saw this my neighbor who's the same grade as me. I was like probably five or six or four. I saw my neighbor who was the same uh, grade as me, and like he was wearing a red Power Ranger costume. Uh, Jason, you know the Red Ranger, and I was like hey you're jason look i'm kimberly the pink power ranger and he like ran away from me and i was just like dang dude and my mom <laughs> said like a few days later i was like i don't want to be kimberly anymore and then i just like never wore it again dude you know you were a kid like you go to the playground and research i'm like yeah everyone would be like yeah let's play power rangers and everyone just start beating the shit out of each other <laughs> <laughs> Going, going, going back to like uh, your your uh, Halloween costume, the, the cotton Jedi costume. What do you think Jedi like actually wore? Like, do you think like maybe the Republic like contracted like Carhartt to make them like some like fire fire retardant uh, some fire retardant robes? You know? Oh, <laughs> Carhartt. Yeah. Uh, I think it's compression think- Under Armour underneath for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no doubt. <laughs> I don't know. That, that looks like some urban outfitter shit for real, though. But like, <laughs> it's just funny because the style. Like, obviously, this is supposed to be like a super advanced society, but the style is just like so like old. It seems so old. Yeah. No. No. Dr- With the no robes and the puffy pants and like. What? What if they did? Star- what if they did Star Wars, but they're just like in our clothes? <laughs> just look up pictures of Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually was like, I was, I make Google Slides for my D and D group, and like, I was like looking for like spaceport kind of art to put in the slides to be like, this is kind of like what you're looking at, kind of like a tone setter kind of thing, and like I was like, oh, I know there's good like Galaxy's Edge concept art. And I looked up just like Galaxy's Edge pictures at first, and it was just like Star Wars landscape, Star Wars background, like this huge spaceport. And then there's people just walking around in like PFG, <laughs> <laughs> like dancing it. So, what if they were dressed like uh, like TikTok guys, and they had like the partial like perm on top? Yeah, um, and, and then, like skinny jeans and like. Uh, and a kid has, has a lock on a chain around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Padme, what's up, Padme? Padme. Padme. I I watched. Um, How do you little baddie? This was before I even thought about. It. This was like in 2017. Like I was like. Sh- showing my girlfriend in college like we were just like watching a bunch of the star wars movies and she was just like anakin is like such an f-boy like started calling him an f-boy i was like if he was in high school he'd be on like the baseball team and have his number on a gold chain around his neck no he wouldn't i disagree with her i think he'd be a baseball baseball team huh i didn't do that no are you Dude, Justice, are you an F boy, like secretly? Well, actually, I I, uh, I bailed freshman year, so <laughs> I really, it was it was short lived. Freshman year, yeah, it wasn't. You're you're kind of like Ahsoka. You left the you left the order. <laughs> yeah, thank God. But he he really is. Anakin is truly an F boy, dude. Like he would definitely be in the DMs and like be like, "You're so hot, ha ha," and then they'd be like, 
when they just send like THX back, like thanks, like real quick, he'd be like, keep trying to talk to him. And then if they ignored him and left him on red, he'd be like, F you, you dumb bitch. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, no, I feel like he'd just be the hesitancy. I just feel like he'd be insanely <laughs> angsty. Well, there is a really good Anakin Skywalker playlist made by the official Star Wars Spotify channel. So, really? Oh, this sounds mm-hmm. intriguing. It's like so it's like a mixture of like hot topic core, but then mixed hot in top- there's <laughs> mixed in there's a bunch of like 90s emo. Like there's like um American football and like cap and jazz and like Thursday and braid and like all these like truly like obscure to the mainstream but like like midwest emo from the 90s like there's like sunny day real estate on there and i'm like why how who at star wars is like super woke on on music (laughs) hilarious like understanding in a car crash by thursday is on that playlist and i'm like what is this doing i actually had the playlist pulled up right now i followed it no (laughs) it's really good dude i mean there's a lot of like like i said like just like hot topic songs but like uh, let's get like, a sample going in here can we teenagers uh by my chemical romance is the second song mm-hmm. yeah. Im- immortals fallout boy oh my <laughs> just with that. <laughs> i'm gonna look it up there's uh, i mean there's some really good stuff on it I'll, like hold on i'm i'm just gonna read off the songs that i was just Maybe there's like one person listening to the podcast that can benefit from this, but um, like, dude, like, uh, there's a Hot Rod Circuit song, Sunny Day Real Estate, Brand New, The Movie Life, Thursday. Oh, brand New, they probably ought to take that off. Yeah, yeah they come probably on. should. Problematic. Dude, Used for Glue by Rival Schools is on here. Like, I'm just like, what the F? The Promise Ring is on here. Jawbreaker. <laughs> Piebald. Uh, sa- uh, saves the Day is on here. Cap and Jazz. Thrice. Jets to Brazil. Like, what? At the drive in, I'm like, who put these on here? Like, who at Lucasfilm can I, like, be friends with? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I need, uh, I don't know. I, I need Revenge of Sith remade. But Anakin, instead of Anakin, it's uh, Arthur Fleck from The Joker. Is Anakin? I don't, I don't know. Who that oh, is. the the dude from the show? No, the, the recent movie, The Joker. The Joker. Oh, I'm tripping, dude. Like uh, Joaquin, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Character. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, his, I didn't okay, remember his Joker. I didn't remember his, his name. Wait, so who do y'all legitimately think could play another Anakin? Like legitimately yeah Shia LaBeouf I've been, I've been told oh dude actor. that would be tight Shia LaBeouf as a Jedi that Jedi? would be really cool actually he would definitely smoke a lot of death sticks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd use a lot of spice one of us death sticks that, yeah he would use a lot of a lot of uh, Pike Syndicate spice for yeah. sure <laughs> but I think he would make a very good Edgy Jedi, like that's true. Yeah. Who's snacking? Oh, that was me. I had a lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> or um, also would be funny just 
Daniel Day-Lewis in a Star Wars movie because he's a method actor and he would act like he was in space the whole time. So, like, he was an actual Jedi. Who's, who's that? Daniel Day-Lewis, the guy in, like, There Will Be Blood. Yeah, and that Gangs of New York, I believe. Yeah, Last of the Mohicans. Great actor. Uh, he was Abraham Lincoln in the movie Lincoln. <laughs> and Lincoln. when he was on set, they he made them made everyone call him Mr. President. Dude. Yeah, didn't he like shower like once a week to like mimic the, mimic the time frame too for like? Oh, uh, I would be surprised. Gang, well, I I think that was maybe Gangs in New York. Like he yeah. like smelled like shit the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that dude's absolutely wild. <laughs> Um, I would like to see Henry Rollins play like a smuggler character. <laughs> Henry Rollins. Play like a Han Solo associate or something. What if he was just what if he was just playing a show in a cantina? That'd be good too. He's just like screaming in the corner of a cantina. Yeah, there's just a bunch of random species moshing. With his shirt off, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the, the smuggling personnel, what what what's you guys take on Hondo? You know, you're a fan? King. I know, I know, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Chan has a different uh, perspective, probably. I do, <laughs> but uh, hey, yeah, I, but yeah. I agree. I agree with this statement. I okay. I did enjoy his character when he popped up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, was, he's, he was always he always made me laugh. He's slick. He's like actually a bad person in Clone Wars, and then in other don't Star even, Wars, don't even. <laughs> in, in, in other Star Wars media, he's uh, actually kind of a good person. So. Yeah, I'd like to see more of that. Um, Interesting. That, that in in between. Yeah. He did in the uh, Clone Wars. He did try to like murder that entire village with a tank. Yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> yeah, he was not Let's a great. Let's not forget. Let's <laughs> yeah. yeah. forget. And then all his weak way associates. This you. <laughs> this you, Honda. Retweet <laughs> with a comment. Yeah. Hondo, if you're listening, we we enjoy your um, – we know that your past doesn't define your future. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's not uh, fair. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, man. What a, <laughs> what a guy. Is there, is there anyone within the clone, the clone Wars that we can possibly toss onto Cancel Island by chance? That's a, good, that's a good question, Justice. <laughs> I, I, I know one as soon as you said it. Who? Right, we're probably all thinking. Dude, I have nobody in my head right now. So just Sam, who do you who do you think? Oh, uh, Barris Offie. Uh, I kind of like Barris as a character. You know, like I hate that she did that to Ahsoka. Yeah. But she, but she's kind of like a. Uh, she believes the same things as Ahsoka. She's just more militant about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can go ahead and cancel her. I guess intentions don't mean anything. But um, Bong Krell, dude. Oh, Bong Krell, one hundred percent. Yeah. Bong Krell, he's 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 like clonist, dude. He's like that's Bong Krell. He's the most. All my like, homies hate Bong Krell. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hate that guy. He's the worst, man. Yeah. All him and all four of his arms. Like I'm so glad that he's dead. F that guy. He was he, okay. He sucked, but he was badass with lightsabers. Yeah, his fight scenes yeah. were top 
top tier for sure. I have that, that arc made me so like anxious to watch the next episode because yeah. I was like, I hate this guy so much. Yeah. There's actually a subreddit like this called I Hate Punk Krill. <laughs> I need to follow that, dude. And people just post Punk Krill memes. If dude, if there's anything that shows like the tragedy of the clones, like that that arc and the fives arc. Yeah. It's like Umbara, the Umbara arc, I, it reminds me of that movie Platoon uh, with Charlie Sheen. Yes. Like, it's very much just, like, nobody wants to be there. They realize they're just, like, part of this big machine that they can't, like, you know, like, it's like their lives are on the line for, like, just this big uh, industrial military complex kind of thing. And, like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's I get strong Vietnam War vibes from uh, the Umbara arc. Weren't those episode ba- episodes based on a Vietnam movie? Platoon. I think Platoon and Apocalypse Now were like yeah. Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is so good. Love that. Yeah. Movie. Fun fun think, fun fact about Apocalypse Now is uh, Marlon Brando. He plays the uh, crazy colonel in the jungle. There's supposed to be this big big fight scene between him and. Uh, the guy looking for him, I can't remember his name, but uh, Marlon Brando showed up to the movie so fat he couldn't do the fight scene. So that's when they turned into him like having that crazy monologue in the shadows and stuff because he was too fat to do the fight scene. <laughs> so, so y'all just talking about Apocalypse Now? Like, I just I just remembered something about George Lucas was uh, supposed to direct Apocalypse Now, and like. Uh, <laughs> hold on. He yeah. So George Lucas like was part of like some of the early script drafts for uh for Apocalypse Now, and he ended up like dropping because maybe he went to do Empire Strikes Back or something. But dude, I forgot about that. That would have been uh, George Lucas directed Apocalypse Now would have been very different. Very strange. They Probably all would have been like very unknown movie. <laughs> they would, they would have all been like, I hate war. <laughs> it's rough, of course, it's irritating. <laughs> and it gets everywhere, and the blood gets everywhere. Well, I, I have someone to cancel, but it's not necessarily a character in the Clone Wars, but it, it is an actor that plays a character in the Stone Wars. In, in the Wars, it's uh, <laughs> it's Ray Park, the guy that plays Darth Maul, and he actually did the motion capture for the Siege of Mandalore yeah. fight with him and Ahsoka. Ray Park did that. Yeah. Well, he's canceled because. <laughs> have That's Have you heard about this, Justice? Yeah, I haven't heard it. Supposedly, a lot of it is like. Supposedly, the only part of it that was real was the video on Instagram. Oh, so none of the stuff like his daughter talking about how he's abusive and stuff wasn't real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supposed, Supposedly that was all f- like fake screenshots. Okay. But, well, what happened, Justice, was Ray Park, the guy that plays Darth Maul, is like a super well-known martial artist, posted a video of him and his wife engaged in some uh, some activity on his Instagram. <laughs> And it was up for like what, like twenty minutes. Yeah, and and then people were like, "Hey, Ray, you've been hacked," and he was just like, "No, I wasn't." <laughs> yeah, he he was like, I mean, I think it was, I think it was basically just a uh, wasn't. I didn't see the video, but it wasn't it basically just him like receiving um, fellatio. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and but it wasn't you didn't see his face or anything. But he posted so, it on his personal Instagram account. Oh, this yeah, was like, yeah. Exactly. Sure so real. so real everyone's so everyone's either like he got hacked, but he never said that. I don't think. But like, yeah. all these rumors were going. But his wife basically was like, I think he's like too embarrassed to say anything. But like, his wife was like, he posted that by accident. She didn't say who any of the people were in the video, but she was like, that was an accident. And then she confirmed that like all the screenshots people were making were not real. Um, about like him him being abusive and stuff like that. Um, and then, and then, but Disney dropped him like pretty quickly. Like they said, he will not be doing any more Darth Maul, but I think that's just cause like Disney's so about like avoiding controversy, you know, but that, um, that reminds me of, uh, the Ted Cruz scandal a while ago where he accidentally <laughs> liked the porn on Twitter and you could see it on his like thing. Y'all remember that? Yeah. And he just blamed it on an intern. He's like, yeah, an intern did that. <laughs> Dude. I remember that. <laughs> so wow. funny. I didn't know about that one. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I'd have been like, oopsie, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the senator the senator from Terrace liked something inappropriate on, on the hollow net. <laughs> on the hollow net. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm curious to see. I think Sam Whitwer, the guy who did Maul's voice, you yeah. know, and all the animated stuff. Um, he also did uh, Star Killer's voice in the Force Unleashed games. Yeah, I think I think Sam Witwer would be a great Darth Maul. Like, even if they don't like take Ray Park back, I think like they could just go ahead and go to, like the full mile and just like in any live action stuff. Like Sam Witwer would be a great Darth yeah. Maul anyway. So and like. They wouldn't have to dub his voice or anything. So they just like Ray Park because his martial arts skills are just ins- insane. Apparently, yeah. They said so they, he was going too fast for the motion capture when they so were like, filming the fight scene. I guess they could like take a lot of other martial artists and mocap stuff, but, like any like action scenes, but like any scenes where he's talking or whatever. Like they could just use work because like. I think at the end of Solo, they like had that video of Ray Park, but they dubbed Sam Witwer's voice in just yeah. to keep it like consistent with the Clone Wars. Like, dude, they should just go ahead and put Sam Witwer in on everything. So. Yeah, no, I agree, one hundred percent. Sam, do you have anyone you want to cancel? Um, no one other than Pong Krell and um. Not that I can think of at the moment. So, does it have have to be a real person? Can it be a a robot? <laughs> nah, droids droids can get canceled too. Let's okay. hear more. All right. So it's kind of a niche niche droid. Uh, it's season one of the Clone Wars. I actually just finished the episode. It's the one I was talking about earlier about the. Uh, oh, I know you're talking the virus. The droid, the, the droid who caused the virus outbreak. Yeah, the little, the little butler droid. Yeah, the butler oh, droid. They yeah. seem to be the devious droids throughout the whole series. Like the little worker devious droids. And yeah, they have just, like the they have the little things sticking yeah. out of their head, and they have like a big, a big round stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would like to cancel that guy. The scientist that created that virus, he gives off mad Nazi you know vibes. That would have been a. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, definitely, sure. definitely the dude that uh, was creating biological weapons. Yeah, it's canceled. Or uh, what's his name? I I don't. Gunray is it new Gunray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could cancel him because he's just a fake, fake uh, <laughs> bitch. You know, he is just straight bitch. I wanna, I wanna cancel Chancellor Palpatine because he's bad. <laughs> no he's like dude Newt Gunray's so soft you remember when they were there inter- uh, interrogating him what Ahsoka went a little bit harsher and what's the uh, the other Jedi master was like that's not how we do it or whatever but she was getting impatient you know and then he started doing that and he started to talk because he's soft as hell little bitch you oh, know, yeah. cancelled Yeah, I know it probably doesn't follow the normal cancel guidelines but uh canceled <laughs> i i have respect for the separatists for like being like oh there's this mega galactic federation that's existed for thousands of years let me like try to uh secede and get independence although like a lot of the separatist planets were probably being duped but like all of the separatist council are all like little babies <laughs> Like they're all baby. Like, uh, <laughs> like Newt Gunray is one of them. Watt Tambor. Watt Tambor, uh, yes, that dude's the, the, the techno guy, union. San San Hill or whatever his name is, the the banking clan guy. Uh, yeah, they're they're all just the banking clan will sign your treaty. <laughs> I don't. What's his, I don't even know his name, but he's the. Um, Oh my god, we were just talking about it. It's uh, yeah, Gian Ocean guy, yeah. Pog, Poggle the Lesser. Sure. Oh uh, yeah. That guy, he seemed like he was not a little baby. I don't know. Yeah, he probably wasn't a baby, I guess. I hate Gian Oceans. He was a dictator. At least they had they had soldiers under him. Like you don't see soldiers from any of the other guys. Yeah. Well, Newt Gunray has like two guards standing by the door whenever, <laughs> whenever Anakin comes to wipe out the Separatist yeah. council on Mustafar. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. I love that scene. Actually, I, I I enjoyed that scene. Well, yeah, that's that's Newt Gunray shows that he's a baby in that. He's like, yeah. he's uh, like the war is over or whatever. <laughs> uh, promised peace. <laughs> yeah. So Clone Wars, yeah, it's good. <laughs> we just talked about Clone Wars for a while. We like, we be like, it be like that. Yeah. So what well, I there's literally one scene from Rebels that I so badly want to talk oh. about because. It's... Are you thinking the one where a helmet gets? Let's just save oh, the rebels. Just save the rebels. Let's talk about Chance's D and D campaign. Oh yeah, okay. we can ask some questions about that. So, what? Just describe it. Like, what you? What's? What's the campaign right now? So, uh, so I, it's 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 D and D. It's basically the same exact system as like fifth edition D and D, but some anonymous or I guess not anonymous, but random person on the internet basically made it their life's project to like make, uh, like adapt all of it for star Wars. So like, there's a huge handbook with all the enemies, like all the species, like make your character, 
Um, like it's basically like all the D and D literature, but adapted for star Wars. Um, I found it on Reddit and like, so this is not even, I'm sorry to interrupt. So this is not even like an officially licensed thing. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, so I'm, I'm, so all the rules and like the equipments and like the character, like the class characteristics and stuff, all of that stuff is in the handbook. But as far as the story, the campaign, like the planets they go to all of that stuff, I'm like, off the dome with it like i wrote like basically the loose storyline and i'm kind of like building it around like what they do so i yeah i made all of it up so basically it's the fifth edition adapted for the star wars universe um my characters are all kind of like scoundrel smuggler type han solo type characters like they're all like drug dealers and you know like smugglers and stuff like that um but it takes place like in the year between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So like the Rebel Alliance just got like dunked on at Hoth and like they're all like broken up and lost communication with each other. So they're they're using um they're using like uh mercenaries and stuff because they don't have enough soldiers or they're like really unorganized right now. Um but yeah, right now they're on Tatooine. They're actually going to a Creed concert at Jabba the Hutt's palace next week. So, dude, you have to uh, nice. do the Creed. You seen the video of the Creed show at the Cowboys game? No, no the, the Super Bowl. Dude, you've never seen that. You've never seen that video? Maybe I have. I don't know. Hold up, y'all keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all keep talking for a second. What's the what's the Creed singer's name? Scott uh Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Stapp. Yeah. Stapp. Yeah. So so in the um in in the campaign, his in universe name is uh Sot Snap. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> but the band is still called Creed, and basically my guys, they're trying to infiltrate Gardula the Hutt's palace to find this like imperial officer they've been hunting for but to get into her palace they like need to like build up some notoriety on Tatooine so they went after this bounty this uh motorcycle gang basically not the rib eaters but the um <laughs> there's the uh <laughs> wait here it is. <laughs> oh dude Scott Stapp what a king Wait, there he goes. <laughs> Wait, who is this? <laughs> it's just some guy. Like, just like there's like a stunt guy on a like an angel on like a cable, like flying through Cowboy Stadium. It, he's holding on to some drapes and is just soaring through the. <laughs> Please come now. I think I'm falling. Holding on to I think I've talked about this on this podcast before, but have you heard the, um, you remember those commercials that used to come on? Like when we were kids, it was like, uh, monster ballads. They would sell the CDs. It'd be like Uh compilations. I'm a little older than some of y'all, so, (laughs) but it'd be like these compilations of CDs. I know, like, yeah, it's like that, that they have, it's like the triple X, like the logo's like triple X or whatever, or double X or something. Yeah. Thousands greatest hits or whatever. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah I, I remember that. Like Celine Dion complete collection. Like yes, like but it'd be like, 
it was just like 90s alt rock so it was just like lightning crashes and stuff like that <laughs> oh dude i know what you're talking about lightning crashes <laughs> i remember that uh dude the old like butt rock post grunge voice man butt rock no. In our <laughs> In New York, and we kept we kept singing that. Dude, we went on like a rooftop, and we're like screaming that lyric from Stone Temple Pilots, like really loud. <laughs> Speaking of like Creed and butt rock and stuff, I bought a Creed cassette off of a uh, because I collect like punk like unironically I collect like emo cassettes and like punk cassettes and stuff hardcore and like stuff i listen to but then like kind of ironically but i've listened to creed ironically so much at this point that i kind of unironically like them but i bought it i bought a creed cassette from 2001 or no yeah 2001 on the internet on ebay so how much three dollars yeah okay it said uh, rare in the description rare. it's it's rare and it's three dollars yeah it's weathered so it had sacrifice and uh What's that other one? Uh, uh, it's the one last breath. That's my favorite Creed song. But that's what. So so yeah. So they went after this like speeder bike gang. They they killed the leader and stuff, and they're bringing the bounty to Jabba's palace to get paid. And like he like sent a courier to like formally invite them. He's like, I'm impressed. I want to pay. Like I. I for this bounty but i also want to formally accept or uh, invite you to my my private creed concert at my palace so they're going to show up and like they're going to be walking down the dark hallway like where c-3po and r2 walked like when they first went into Jabba's palace and i'm going to be like you're making your way down this corridor and you you hear like uh, twinkles on a guitar and and some 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 ambient music kind of fading in and then as soon as they walk into the the main chamber they're going to hear uh Freaking Are You Ready by Creed kick in, and, like, yeah, it's going to be epic, So, is Creed, uh, is Creed, are they humans or not? Yeah, dude, they're canon. They're canon in Star Wars. So, they're going to be humans. They're, there's not, like, like, Scott Stapp is, like, a Roydian or something. R- Roydian. No, no, I, I'm a Roydian. <laughs> <laughs> Roydians that are blood doping. <laughs> yeah. Roydian. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna make them human. At least Scott Stapp will be human. So, yeah. um, but, but yeah, and then I don't know if any of them listen to this podcast regularly, but they're, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up, a bunch of them wanna be in a bike race. So I'm gonna basically make Java be like, hey, I'll get you into Gardula's Palace, like if you let me sponsor you for this race. And they're gonna, speeder bikes on like the boon to eve track like where anakin skywalker raced pod pod racers so that'll, that'll probably now be this is pod racing now this is nascar so i didn't i didn't know you were making it all up i thought it was an actual like legit like not like a license like D thing i didn't know it was yes a... so star wars or like uh, F- Fantasy Flights has the license, like Star Wars RPG stuff. 
and they make like uh, Star Wars campaigns and stuff like that, but they don't use like the D20, like same dice system that D&D does. Yeah. But like I've, I've only played D&D, so like that's what I'm used to. So one of the guys in the group, like when I mentioned like, hey, we should do a Star Wars one, I'd be willing to DM it. But I'm like trying to learn the fantasy flight system. He was like, oh, I found a D20 one that's just like D&D that you can use instead. So I've just kind of I, – I, I feel like this is a story that I thought of, like, as a kid. It's yeah. like, oh, that would be a cool Star Wars story. And now I'm just kind of, like, getting to, like, tell it in D&D with my friends. So, Is, is Stinky in it? I, you know, there, <laughs> since Job of the Hudson, I should, I should do that. But also, I try to stay within canon, and, like, I don't know what Stinky's fate is at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what happened to Stinky. I did. I did make a hut, and they haven't gotten here yet. So, spoiler alert to my players, if you know, if y'all are listening, which you probably aren't. Um, uh, <laughs> no shade on fried green beans. Yeah, too. I was about to they're, say. Wow. They're just not podcast guys, you know. Um, but yeah, um, I'm going to mute you for a second. So just <laughs> yeah, you know what? Get off. Get off. Yeah, my podcast. yeah. You come on and disrespect us. I. I formally that's I was way out of line. Do you not promote their podcast to your friends? I do, but they're all like, haha, that's cool. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing when people ask you about your podcast, it's almost like a shameful thing. <laughs> like when they're like, yeah, in real life they're like, Oh, I listen to that on your podcast and like what do you what do you what do you call it what do you call a group of four white men a podcast? Um, we but, look like the world's worst barbershop quartet. <laughs> we should we should do some here comes treble. Here comes treble. Uh, but but anyway, they're they're going to Narshada next after Tatooine, and that's like you know like the Smuggler Moon. Like it's basically like the whole planet is like the underworld of Coruscant, and like the huts own it. And I'm actually putting a hut in there called uh, Donnie the Tr- uh, or Donnie the Hut. <laughs> And uh, I have, like, this – I don't know if I sent it to y'all, but it's, like, basically, like, artwork of, like, Jabba the Hutt, but it's, like, Donald Trump. And, like, he has, he has Melania, like, in, like, the – like, on the chain, kind of, like, Jabba the Hutt. Oh. And, <laughs> and I'm, putting, I'm putting him Dude, in this is some real deviant art you're talking about I, it really is, yeah. It, I think I found it on DeviantArt or on like a art station or something. But like, basically, I'm setting it up to where like all of his like guards outside of his palace are like skinheads and stuff. And like, he's he's gonna be the he'll be the, he's the main antagonist of that planet that they're going to. So, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. I'll let them take out their like uh, young millennial frustration on like this like fake character. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. That's wild, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. Donnie. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that that planet. But they've been on Tatooine for like three or four sessions now, so it's almost time to leave. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks for telling us about the D and D campaign. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm excited. Look forward to hear more about it. Have any uh, any closing remarks regarding the Clone Wars specifically? Um, if you haven't watched it, which 
I'm surprised if you listened all the way through this podcast if you haven't watched it. <laughs> but uh, it's a highly recommend watch. I did, man. I had something. And, uh, oh, I was just going to ask about uh, you guys' take on the little not the crazy just the uh what, what the uh what was it called the gathering the gathering when they have all the little uh, younglings go and find their kyber oh, crystal yeah. and make their oh yeah their lightsabers rip dude <laughs> it's like you know you know when you're watching that episode yeah, yeah. you were like wow i just constantly god there's no it's... point just go home guys <laughs> just yeah. give it up it's such like a sweet part about these kids like you know, like kind of developing their identity as Jedi, and then you're just like, they're gonna die like in a year. Yeah. Well, because Anakin's gonna kill them. Do any of them? Do we? Do y'all know if any of them survive Order sixty six? Like any of those younglings? We don't know yet. Yeah. Well, the like one, the, the ones that were killed, did they? I don't think they had their lightsabers yet. So. Yeah. True. That, or at least some of them. The kid. The kid. <laughs> the kid was like, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> yeah. uh, I like, I like, I like the little Wookiee though. The little Wookiee and his lightsaber was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Genji. My 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 guess would be in uh, the sequel. Chance, did you did you play Fallen Order? Yeah. Justice, did you play it? No. Uh, well, I think maybe like in the. Like maybe in the sequel to Fallen Order, we'll see like more surviving Jedi. That's, Are they supposed to have a sequel? Yeah, they they set yeah. it up for one. Because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm planning on buying that probably the new Xbox when it comes out. So hopefully the that uh, the Fallen Order is uh, is playable on the new one, and then that way I can play it right away, and then the second one will come out. I just yeah. I just thought about a question: How many younglings do you think y'all could uh, take in a fight? Oh, easy. Let's see. 52, probably. 52? <laughs> 52. 50, 57. 52 Force-sensitive children? <laughs> you could take. 9, <laughs> 10, 11, maybe. That's I think- like that question that like people used to ask me in college. Like, Do you think you could take uh, like... 10 waves of 50 first graders 50 yeah like people are like if you got stormed by 50 first graders at once but you got like a five minute rest in between waves and they're like a total of 10 waves that's like that's an eve question that's the total eve question dude i i was like i don't know could you i mean like first graders aren't strong but like what if you got swarmed you know and got taken i don't i don't think they would really know what to do that's the thing. But what if they did? What if they did know? <laughs> okay. But what if they What if did? I knew what to do? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, I mean, it's, you know, a mom, I, it's a mom mentality. You get that many, many kids together. Yeah, that's true. To kind of revert back to the, the youngling scenario, are we talking about the kids? You know, the first, like I was just talking, the what are we going to do, kids? Are we talking that that age group? Yeah, like if you're Anakin and you're walking in there, how many of them can you take? Like, what's the maximum number? Probably, I mean, Anakin, how many could Anakin take or how many could I take? <laughs> yeah, it, like say you were a Jedi, how many? Oh, so we're like a legit Jedi. Yeah. So yeah. we've oh, done a lot of training. Oh, I, think, 
I think I could take all of them. Yeah. All of them. Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it was just me, like how I am in this world, I'm sticking with the, what I said, 52? 52. <laughs> yeah. I, think I just I, have a lightsaber. I think I'm, I think I'm golden. Some yeah. double digits, but definitely not triple digits. What if what if I go into I've already planned this out. So can I go within I imagine there's probably an armory within the Jedi Temple of some sort, so I could just stock up on grenades <laughs> and whatnot. Is that yeah. count? Or I mean am I strictly uh secluded to my saber skills? No, nah, I think I, whatever you have at your disposal. Taxpayer grenades. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stocking up on grenades for sure. I might snag a rocket launcher or two. Yeah. I can take yeah. out a whole room full of kiddos, bro. Was it was it that kid that said, "What are we gonna do?" Wasn't he like someone's kid? <laughs> like in the production? Oh, like, was it uh, was it George Lucas's kid? No, no, his daughter did have a cameo though. Oh yeah, his daughter was um, you know, in the Clone Wars, uh, Chairman Papanoa Papanoida, the Pantoran chair, the Pantoran guy with the beard. He gets kidnapped. Chairman Papanoida, Papanoida, uh, dude, what's his name? I remember the Pantorans. So there's like the Pantoran that's like a like a colonist, but then there's like the good Pantorans on Chairman pa- Papanoida. Yeah, Chairman Papanoida. <laughs> he's he's a uh, George Lucas. He's he's George Lucas's cameo in um, either episode two or three. Him and it's like George Lucas and his daughter in the background, but they're painted blue. But like those Uh-oh. characters that they were the cameos of were brought into the Clone Wars. So that's cool. I do remember that. Yeah, Chairman. Just kind of a just kind of a chubbier guy in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going crazy. <laughs> I'm the king of the trees, the tree meister. I count on them. Well, well. Well, we can't let this die right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, how long are we going for, Chance? Uh, we're at an hour 53 right now. That's this pretty is, solid. This is a fried green beans, like, new record. I think it and is. You know, it's, 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 crazy. it's crazy that we can do a podcast without saying anything horribly inappropriate. We did just talk about murdering children. Though. Yeah, I think that borderlines, <laughs> if not crosses. <laughs> <laughs> let's see hypothetically <laughs> and this is, all the, this is all theory mind you let's say hypothetically you were is, that your, is that your ben shapiro yeah hypothetically uh, you're let, a jedi let's say for the purpose of debate i think you would agree <laughs> with me that these children are not very skilled so i think you would agree with me when i would say that you could probably take at least in the double digits am i not correct Let's say I'm daddy. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Hey, Chance, is your dad going to listen to this? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> if my parents listen to this, they would just be like, what is he talking about? <laughs> my dad loves Star Wars. I know. He reads, like, Warhammer and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I've been reading – I'm on the – I've been reading those Warhammer books. It's just – it's like Star Wars, but if everybody was in he- in hell, like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like orcs and stuff, right? Like, yes, and demons and 
space gods and genetic yeah. mutations and it, it gets it goes it gets out there do they have like um um oh what's his name the guy that made like all the cosmic horror books back in the day cthulhu and stuff do you uh, know yeah i know who you're talking about no not that dude do they have any like do they have like Cthulhu and stuff in it? I guess you can see it was influenced like that, but um, I, oh yeah, Lovecraft. Love, love yeah, yeah. I was, like, I've always gotten the the impression that like Warhammer is like very Lovecraftian. Yeah, I can see, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. but nah, it's it's interesting. But I, I'm starting the Deceived book right now too, the Old Republic book with Darth Malgus. Dude, so good remember the two main characters names of that book but like i got very attached to them the guy who's like yeah. a smuggler and then like the yes. female jet his name is uh like uh zerid or zerid or something yeah zerid yeah and he like starts off on ord mantel like dropping off a shipment on the island and stuff yeah yeah those i really liked those and like malgus too malgus is like, malgus like what's and his servant oh yeah the, the uh, toilet the yeah um, lucky guy. Um, <laughs> if I could be him. <laughs> he, uh... I wish. He did, uh... Darth Malgus. Yeah, so, like, the cool thing about Deceived, like, that whole, like, the Deceived trailer for the Old Republic, like, the cinematic trailer where they stormed the Jedi Temple and stuff, like, that is, like, portrayed in the book. And so it's, like, you can, like, watch it while you're, yeah. you know, like, along with reading the book, and it's, like, pretty cool. Yeah, so. I always like the one return, like where they're like the Republic fleet is around Korriban, and then like all the Sith ships come out of hyperspace after like three thousand years, and like yeah. yeah, that's a cool one. So maybe I'm uh, a newbie on this, but what do you, what do you think they did with all the the admirals who weren't clones? You know, all the legit human or just non-human uh, species that were a part of the Republic. Well, they just started working for the Empire. Yeah, most yeah. of them. Like, like uh, you like, like you like that. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. gonna mention Wolf you Lauren. Yeah, and, and Tarkin. Tarkin's, Tarkin's in the Clone Tarkin. Wars shows too. You have to Tarkin. think that some of them, some of them were like, no, this yeah. isn't. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure the some Rebel, of them, yeah. in the Rebel Alliance, there are some people who are like Clone Wars uh, admirals, and I guess like a lot of like the Freedom Fighters during the Clone Wars ended up fighting the empire too like um saw like saw and then like uh yeah. champs and doula Hera's dad you know he's in the clone wars like he's like the main freedom fighter on ryloth in the clone wars but he's like in rebels like as a spoiler he's dude saw saw guerrero was pretty pretty dope his his little uh i like clone wars saw guerrero yeah i want to I want to talk about Fallen Order, but I don't want to spoil it for Sam and Justice. Yeah. Do you have a uh, vague question? Well, no. I was just – I had a really a statement about that game. I liked it, and I thought it was good, but I wish they would have went more into the Saul Carrera stuff. Oh, yeah, and Kashyyyk. Yeah, because he's, like, there for – he, like, shows up for five minutes and leaves. Yeah. Maybe in the next game. I don't know. Just, well, that that game was super linear. It was a sandbox game, but it was also yeah. It was, was like no, Metroid, it was like Metroid Prime kind of. Like yeah. It was like 
you could free roam, but it was all within like the bounds of like the story yeah. and like yeah. what items you had and stuff. And there wasn't any side quests or anything like that. Yeah. I I like Saw in that game, but I, I think it maybe was just kind of like to be like, oh, like Saw's by this point, like he's still like doing stuff. And, yeah. Hasn't went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's not, um, he hasn't lost it yet in the game. I don't really understand why people didn't like Rogue One. Who doesn't like Rogue One? Yeah. I've heard I've people never. say they did not <laughs> like Rogue One, like Star Wars fans, to tell me they did not like that movie. Really? Because they said it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. I mean, what does that mean, though? I don't know. But also, the one of the things about Star Wars is the people that hate Star Wars the most are Star Wars fans. Yeah, nobody complains. Yeah, I try to just like temper my criticism of stuff. It's like you should criticize stuff, like if you think something was done wrong, done wrong. Yeah. But I'm just like, I'm just kind of like, I, I don't know why. Like, people crapped all over this the prequels when they came out, but people our age like freaking love the prequels. Like, we think there's some stuff that's like cringy and like there's horrible CGI and stuff, but like. They're amazing. I don't know if little kids like 15 years from now are gonna like absolutely love the Last Jedi and stuff. So, but we, I mean, Rogue One. There's, I mean, I can't think of anything wrong with the movie for people not to like it. I mean, it's like a Vietnam movie. <laughs> kind of, but it's then like a, yeah, it's, it's like a war movie. Yeah, straight. Up. I like Solo too. Uh, the lighting, like the actual lighting in the movie, is a little dark in a lot of the scenes. But, yeah. It's like, I guess that's like makes sense though. It's like a gritty kind of. Yeah, I, I understand what the feel they're going for, but it was just a little too much. But, um, yeah. I mean, I liked it too. So I, I like those different stories. I did too. Solo, Solo is good and it set up a good, uh, like, I mean, you could go anywhere with the Crimson Dawn stuff mm-hmm. in Solo. So. Yeah. I like Solo a lot. I want to see what Infus Ness did. If she's I know. Friends. I like Infus Ness. She's a cool character. And all her homies are all just like different different kinds of aliens and stuff. Yeah. So do y'all think the Obi-Wan show, is the Obi-Wan show happening? Is it like a confirmed thing? Yeah, I think so. So what? what when is that going to be set? Like what's going to be the time frame for that show? Uh, in between three and four. So, like, while he's in exile on Tatooine. I got you. Dude, me and Sam and Courtney were talking about this the other day. But like, we're just kind of like, what kind of story would they tell? Like, would he just be fighting, like, Jabba's thugs the whole time? Or, like, you know, like, obviously the Empire doesn't know Luke is there yet. Um, so, like, my thing was, like, what if, like, Cody, like, because, you know, him and Cody were, like, best buds during the war, yeah. you know? So, like, in episode three, it's really sad when you see Cody, like, just, like, be the one to, like, put out the hit on Obi-Wan. Like, what if Cody, like, spends, like, the rest of his career tracking him down and, like, him and Cody have, like, a, like, closure, kind of a confrontation? Yeah. I thought that yeah. was just, like, spitballing that I was thinking about. No, um, that would be – I would like that. I was actually watching a, a YouTube – you ever watch the guy, the uh... – the channel's called The Lore Master, and he talks about a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like I, The Lore Master. I was watching a thing like the uh, Top 10 Jedis that survived Order 66, and it's uh, – I just pulled his name up. Hold on. I can never remember it. But it's uh, Sherrod Hett. That, have you heard of him? 
that was in Legends, right? Yeah, he's uh, so well. I don't know if it's canon now, but he's like this. He's a human, but he lives with the Tusken Raiders, and he's his dad was a Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his dad sent him to train with the Jedi, and him and Anakin were real close. And then they said they got separated by the war. And then after the war, he survives and he goes back to Tatooine to live with the Tusken Raiders. And there's a scene when he re- le- leads these big raiding parties and they're going to raid Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle's moisture farm. And Obi-Wan stops him. Yeah. And like shames him in front of all the Tusken Raiders and he kind of loses his status with the Tuskens. What, what was this? Is this a book? It's, it, in, a comic. it's in a comic. Okay, okay. I just there's, watched there's, a YouTube video on it, but there's stuff like that in the new canon too, where it's like Jabba's thugs are taking water taxes, you know, from like the from like the um uh moisture farmers and stuff, and he's like scaring them off and stuff. But I forgot about Sherrod Het because his uh son or his grandson, I can't remember, goes on to be Darth Crate, like the leader of the one yes. Sith. No, I think like, he, way down the line. No, he becomes Darth Hit. Darth Dar- uh, Hit becomes Darth Crate. I might be getting them mixed up. It might be his son. Yeah, I think I can't. It's either him, his son, or his grand. But it's part of his line. Uh, becomes Darth Crate, and Darth Crate was like the main okay. antagonist, of, like the legacy comics. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was. It was Sherrod Hit became Darth Crate. Okay. It's a shard and Sherrod. Oh, so his son. Okay, it's his son. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I forgot. I knew. I knew. I recognized the name, and then when you said yeah. Tuscan right here, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's." And then he has the Twi'lek apprentice. Yes, he's always he's very scantily clad. Yes, <laughs> it's for aerodynamics for fighting. I yeah. I I just feel like uh, I wonder if like George Lucas like. I can't imagine the conversations anytime he like anytime like a woman is objectified in Star Wars. I just imagine like, I imagine George Lucas's uh, conversation with them, and it's just like like what was he telling uh, Carrie Fisher like when she was like Jabba's slave or whatever? <laughs> I just can't imagine. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> George, yeah, old George. What a strange man. <laughs> yeah. But but Clone Wars is very like very much uh it's all like George Lucas. It's the closest thing to George's vision, like outside of the movies. So. Yeah. But also Dave uh Filoni has a huge part in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean like he yeah, he created. I mean, he facilitated, and he created Rebels too. But like, he yeah. facilitated it all. Did John ever watch the uh, the two D Clone Wars on? Cartoon? Yes, dude. Yeah, the Tarasovsky or whatever the the creator. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't remember who. It was. Yeah. Some, I can't remember. I who haven't who. seen it. I watched. I watched. Uh, this was a long time. Like maybe 2016, actually. My corporal at the time was like hella hyping it up because he uh, kind of grew up on it, and he's like kind of blown away. I didn't, I haven't seen it, and I was it's watching like, it, and it made it made uh, Grievous look like crazy, bro. Grievous oh, moved so fast, it was like insane. Tarnikovsky, yeah, that's the guy that made it. Tarnikovsky, 
Yeah. But, but Grievous yeah. was an animal, dude. That's why everybody was so mad when episode three came out because like the 2D Clone Wars showed on Cartoon Network before um, before episode three came out. It was like promotional material kind of. And like Grievous just like went into battle and like destroyed everyone. But then in episode three, he like runs away every time he's confronted. And he just like always runs away. Yeah. And then there was that bounty hunter dirge, you know, that scene like where they all like are like jousting. Like it's like all the droids with like the they're on speeders and they have like lances and then like the clones have lances on speeders and they're like. I feel like I vaguely remember this. It's like a medieval battle between clones and like IG droids. This is in Clone Wars? In the in like the two D one that came out in two thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's How not, many, it's there not weren't very many episodes, right? Went to yeah, like, it was like, like, it's the whole thing's like two hours long. Mm. And they like barely talk. It's like and it's like super everything's like super over the top. I think it's the same guy that made Samurai Jack, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. It's yeah. kinda yeah, it looks pretty identical. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. From I didn't watch it all, but like from what I saw, it was like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it just because it made Grievous look like he was just dominating everything and it, it was kind of a balance i feel like the clone wars um the newer one uh, not the 2d they made it they kind of balanced it out like he was kind of badass but also he would just kind of flee <laughs> yeah that He's, dude was constantly throwing uh droids in the way every time he'd run <laughs> he was just like knocking them down yeah when he's on the on the wheel, dude, on the on Utapal on episode three, yeah, he's like running from Obi Wan on the wheel, and he just like the wheel's arm like picks up a clone and throws him off a cliff. I was just like, I remember that part, and I was like, dude, that's sad. <laughs> dude's just falling for like a half mile. But um, I like that was a good scene though for sure. Yeah, it's in the two thousand three Clone Wars, like the first time Grievous appears, isn't that like when they crash their Star Destroyer like in this big field? In the desert. I, th- I think it was in the desert. And yeah. The, and yeah. Shaggy. There's a Jedi that looks, he's like the same character model as Shaggy from uh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, yes. But, but his, yeah. his name is, he's like really scared and his name is Shaggy. Like S-H-A-A like apostrophe G-I-I or something like that. And, uh, dude, General Grievous just, like, literally stomps on him to kill him. Like, doesn't he just, like, come from the sky and stomp on him or something? It's yeah, it's, like, it's almost, like, from what I remember that episode, they made this, they made it seem as, as if Grievous was, like, a figment of his imagination. <laughs> like, he was, like, a ghost. Because he, yeah. he'd see something and he'd be, like, scared and he'd be, like, sweating, you know, and then he'd just pop out and he'd see him again. Yeah. But, yeah, he definitely, yeah, he crushed him. Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, I need to watch that whole thing. Even though it doesn't really, it doesn't fall into canon, I guess. It's still good. Yeah. Mm. So what else, boys? Sam looks like he's done for. <laughs> he said, night, night, guys. I'm rolling on that monster right now. Yeah. I'm just getting started. I woke up at like 1 p.m. I think we're, I think we're over two hours at this point. We're not pulling Joe it's... Rogan and going three plus. No, <laughs> no I, don't, I don't know if I'm hard to upload. Dude, you, should yeah. up, you should start up. You should start uploading uh, uh, fried green beans clips 
and like all like the the thumbnails are always like you like this yeah like and then like on the other side someone's like like talking dude <laughs> Joe Rogan, his, his his face in those clips are always like yeah <laughs> yeah i guess we should probably wrap it up man oh yeah well any last words i just want to say before we started we were a little unprofessional <laughs> and then we came out on top we oh, were yeah. cracking up quite a bit which i enjoyed a lot i kind of blew me blew me away how professional oh yeah we we we, <laughs> we reined it in when we needed to literally we always do space by the time we started i love it when a plan comes together i said literal tears were streaming down your face whenever we we started oh yeah that's right i forgot oh that with the, so with the intro song that uh, was that was so long ago i forgot what Literally during the intro, bro, during the song, we were all just dying laughing for no reason. <laughs> yeah. James, can you play us out with that? Uh, of course. Well, this was, but, the, um, this was the will of the force, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll be doing another one when me and Sam finish Rebels. Well, y'all better hurry up. I want to hear your right. thoughts on season yeah. three. Because literally the first thing we're going to talk about, I feel like me and Chance, we want to talk about it now, but the first thing we'll talk about once I'll finish, it'll be great for sure. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's been well, it. Episode yeah. nine of Fried Green Beans, the Star Wars episode. Thanks for joining us, Chance and Justice. Oh, yeah. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Eat uh, your heart out. All right. Till next time, Beanie Greenie Babies. <laughs> May the force be with you. Yeah. And one last one for the road. <laughs> work, work, all week long, punching that clock, dust of dawn, counting the days to Friday night. That's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. I cash my check, claim my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work. Sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around. Good time. Oh, I need a good time. I've been working all weekend, I'm tired, I don't want to sleep, and I want to have fun. Time for a good time. Hey!